right, guys. So welcome to the San Antonio Realty Pros podcast. Um, today's live video is going to be basically with Ashley Pena of EXP Realty and her friend Denise. So Denise is also with EXP. Um, I'm not going to try to pronounce her last name because honestly, when I was <laughs> typing it in the, the system here, I was like, what? Um, but welcome, guys. Thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate you guys coming in. Thank you for having us. Hello. Good yes. morning, y'all. You guys excited? This is a, a little bit... Well, you've been on the show before. I've been on the show before. Oh, excuse me. We're going to pause for a really quick um, TikTok live setup here for... Um, I think it just can go from the side. Quick, there you go. There you go. Oh, you have one of those pop-off things. All right. You can put it over there if you want. Okay. Technical difficulties, guys. So technical. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Is it all crooked like that? Okay, cool. Yeah, it's fine. All right. I need to say hello to my TikTok followers. Say, hey, hello, do, TikTok. Yeah, do your thing. Million followers. My million How followers. How many do you have? Uh, not as many as you, Stephen. Mm. I have um, a thousand eighty. You have just enough to go I live. I have <laughs> enough to go live. What's up, everybody on TikTok? We are here at San Antonio Realty Pros Podcast. That's right. So, all right. So the reason I don't, I told you guys earlier, I didn't get a chance to tell you, but in the past, the San Antonio Realty Pros Podcast has really been uh, our target audience has really been um, home buyers and home sellers property owners, investors, and stuff like that. So I honestly thought about it for a long time. I was like, we really don't get a lot of traction because if you think about it, home buyers and home sellers, I mean, they're going to be in the market, like you said yesterday, yeah. for just a short period of time. So they're not really on the internet searching for a podcast to learn tips and tricks on buying a home or selling a house, right? They're just right. It's just not, you can look at the algorithms and find out what the searches are, but it's, they're not very high numbers. Yeah. But as real estate agents, we are always, always looking for the next best thing. We're trying to find information. We're trying to make it sure that, like, what's going on in our head, we can present to our clients and do mm -hmm. the best for them possible. So we're always seeking education. So I just thought for a bit I was going to just change the whole layout of the show. I want to completely flip the script and go – I just want to market towards realtors, real estate agents and, yeah. and agents. And so I think like with this platform that we have, having the ability to do a podcast and agents all over the nation are going to be able to come on the show if they so choose. And just, I want to know what makes them tick. I want to know why they're so successful yeah. and why they do the it. Juice. Yeah. I, I want to know, know what's coming out of the lemon when you squeeze it. So <laughs> I, I think it's important because it's going to help nurture agents that don't have a lot of information that yeah. they need and then it's also going to make all the agents that listen and use the information, it's going to make them better agents. Yeah. And we did this podcast, um, what episode? It was like episode 30 or something with how to work well with others, right? Mm -hmm. You, me, Mark, Mark, and... That was it. Oh, Kristen wasn't there. No. So we've got a friend group of uh, real estate agents that we all took a GRI class together. Mm. 
if uh, for a little backstory for everybody that um, we just took all these classes together and we just became really good friends and we have stayed connected for the last two years. Yeah. And um, we bounce information off of each other all the time and we're always learning and growing together. And that's kind of what I want for the podcast. And all from different brokerages. Yeah. Like, it didn't matter. We were all from different brokerages. We came together. We collaborated because in the industry, that's just what we have to do. Mm -hmm. Even when we're on opposite ends of the deal, that's just what you have to do. You have to be able to be a team player. Yeah. I think it's super important to work well with others. Um, And that that was the the name of the the podcast was how to work well with others. And it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, we compete in, in brokerages together. We compete against each other as agents, but at the end of the day, when we get into a transaction together, it's team, yeah. right? Even though our fiduciary responsibility is for the other, you know, each of our respective clients, at the end of the day, the most important thing for us to do is to make sure that we work well with the other agent because it, we're trying to get the ball to the goal, right? right. We're trying to right. make that transaction happen for those clients. And um, if we're sitting here trying to one-up each other or you know, keep information, you know, like a little more difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you doing that? Like that doesn't make any sense to me. It's a little ego boost. Well, and it's not in the best interest of the client, (laughs) right? At the end of the day, it's not. Um, So I want to start the podcast really off with Ashley. I asked you to be on the show because I think you're an integral part of like this local market for EXP. And I think like from what I understand and what I know of you, you are a super hard worker. Um, so I want to kind of dive into a little bit about what makes you tick, like what keeps you going. And I kind of know the answer, but I want everybody else to know so that they can kind of pick up on it and maybe use it and have something useful for their life. Well, so let's damn. start. Let's start. <laughs> where did you where did you start your real estate career? Like what happened? Something had to change in your life in order for you to say, you know what? Real estate is my jam. That's what I want to do. Yeah. Well, so I come from a background of, of service, right? So all my past jobs have been service. Uh, most recently, or uh, right before real estate, was um, teaching. I was in education for 10 years, um, Corpus, then moved to San Antonio. Got, I have my master's in administration. Um, thought I wanted to be a, you know, a principal of my own school, um, but... The thing about education is that there's a cap. There's a cap on yeah. how much you can bring home, um, but there's also a cap on us and how much we can give. Yeah. Um, and in education, that it truly is um, a field of service where we just give, 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 even beyond the seven to three. You know, we we have to be there late. We have to be there as often as we can. Even going to our students' games, you know, yeah. just because they were they become part of your family. Um, but once, once I had my babies, once I had kids and I got home from work, I was exhausted. There was nothing left of me to give to my, my, my boys, my family, you know, um, I'd come home on a Friday crash out. I was out by 6 PM every single Friday. My husband knew not to schedule anything, no booking anything. I do not exist as of Friday, 6 PM because Friday, 6 PM, (laughs) I, literally was asleep 6 p.m. every Friday. So um, that was a problem for for us. You know, he he noticed it. Well, it it just became the thing, right, the norm. Um, But it was a problem for me, and um, I wasn't being compensated for that time or lack of energy. So I just had to be smarter 
And I had to find something where I would be compensated for my work ethic. Mm-hmm. Um, something that didn't have a cap. In education, we spin our wheels. We give, 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 oh, give. Trust and me. get nothing back, you know? Um, so at that point, that's where I changed my mind. Uh, you know, I had a principal say, oh, do you want this other opportunity? It can help you become a principal? No. No more opportunities. Yeah. Oppor- opportunities. Yeah. You know, to take on these extra roles. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Opportunity right. means free work, right? Right. Until means, we decide that you. Yeah. Another get the, task. Get the spot. Yeah. Um, and, and so I knew right then and there I couldn't do it anymore. I went, did my real estate classes. We have summers off. So took it in the summer. Um, you know, actually, funny story, before I decided to go into real estate, I had to pull somebody that I knew that was in real estate to make sure that this was something that I could do. Yeah. And I called somebody that I knew from church, somebody that I knew that did real estate, somebody that I felt I could trust. Yeah. And after talking with them, yeah, after, she was the one. it was her. I, okay. I, you know, I went to Denise to kind of just discern, you know, and figure out if that was something that I could do. Yeah. Um, because I also had like a small box kind of thinking too at the time. Like, no, I can't do that. It's not for me. So Denise, what, what did you tell her? Like, what, what was your, your advice? She said, be careful. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> I told her the good and the bad, yeah. you know, cause I've uh, worked with a lot of different ages, agents, sorry, uh, training them, you yeah. know, onboarding them in our, my previous, uh, brokerage. And so I saw a lot of good things agents did when they first joined the business. And I saw a lot of bad things that agents did and how some were in it maybe a couple months, a year, and then they're out and how, you know, uh, you can make it what you want. True. And how you can, I I remember telling her, you can make as money, as much money as you want. You can be as successful as you want. It's really about how much work you put into it. And I knew she was a hard worker just from having conversations with her, you know, in, in her uh, current career at that time. So I knew that it would be a right fit for her. So I was, I was honest about what I've experienced and seen. And yeah. And so you took that information basically and you were like, I think, I, I think I can I'm do doing. it. Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. I know. I think I can handle the, the bad. I, you know, um, and I took it and I tried it. Of course I didn't leave education. I had to do both at the same time because I'm not that big of a risk taker to where I can just make that jump. Uh, I knew that I needed to establish business. So um, I was a math specialist. So that gave me some freedom. That gave me a little bit of leeway. I wasn't stuck in a classroom all day, unable to take calls, unable to possibly write up a contract here and there, you know. So um, I ended up joining the brokerage with with Denise. And um, it was great. It was fun. I got to work with my friend. it was fun. You know, real estate was fun when you get to work with your friends. And that's the cool thing about real estate is you choose who you work with. Yeah. You know, you're not stuck in a box. You're not stuck um, in an office working with that coworker. Yeah. You know, you can choose. So that's the cool thing about real estate. Um, what else? Took the class. I don't know. The rest is history. So what sort of classes did you take? Did you take like the, the typical Sabor class or did you go to Champions or did you do online? Champions all the way. Anybody okay. that asks me, I hands down Champions face-to-face. You get more. You meet people when you're in there. Um, you meet people. You meet agents. And, and in fact, that's how I met 
I met somebody in that class and we're friends to this day. In fact, we're in the same brokerage together, working together. Yeah. Uh, we rely on each other because we know we started at the same time. So we're vulnerable with each other too. Whenever it comes to like, hey, there's this deal. What, you know, like, have you handled this before? Have you handled this before? How do we cross this one now? Because every transaction is completely different. Um, you, you make friends, you... But you get to engage in questions that other people are asking that you didn't even think about asking, you know, a completely different perspective or take on the conversations. That's what I like. That's why I like that classroom versus the one-on-one online, you know. But those that want to do real estate don't have a choice. They have to do it online. Do it. Just do it. But have conversations with, you know, any realtors you know about the content. That's what I advise. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, like, they they say that, you know, the – the courses aren't really going to teach you anything about real estate, right? They're just teaching you the legal jargon and how to pass the test. How to pass the test. You're, you're really going to learn. How to open the combo box right. at your first showing with your first clients. Right. And, yeah. Um, Trying to figure out super key. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're looking all stupid with the. I was just at uh, a showing. And my Bluetooth's is, not. What's a Bluetooth? I Nobody know. knows. I am. Um, there was an agent. She said, I just got my license. I think it's in. I was like, is it working? Like, she's like, I don't know. So I showed her right there on the job training. Don't know the lady. Don't know her name. Different brokerage. Yeah. Nothing. But, you know, that's what we do. We help each other, you know, especially when it's when it comes to people's properties, too. We want to make sure that they're secure. No, I agree with you 100%. I'm going to check our feed really quick. As David said, he texted me just now and said our feed is slow skipping hopefully that's not the case um if that's the case they can follow us on tiktok <laughs> yeah Ashley for Nicole sure Pena. um so what we'll do um is let's let's get into all right you got your license i mean what your first year in real estate did you really think like okay this is really tough for me i'm gonna have to change up what i'm doing or did you just like Right out of the gates, you were rocking and rolling. So I can't say right out of the gates, but there was something going on my first year that I didn't realize was actually going to be a disadvantage. Um, And Denise helped me realize this too, is that my first year, I, um, I didn't, I don't know, somehow I got a whole bunch of new build, right? New build, new build, new build. Yeah. Easy, you know, easy, uh, probably the easiest transactions for realtors to do, right? Because you've got a partner. You don't have to negotiate repairs so much as you do with a pre-owned, but um, you do have to, you know, monitor. Let's do blue tape. They fix everything and you're done, you know? Um, And so when I was doing a pre-owned and I had to do a contract, I was like, oh my God, what's next? Yeah, we do. So many different steps, yes, you know, for a pre-owned home that you yeah. have to and, take care of. Yeah, and I didn't realize that that was a disadvantage. I was like, "Holy shit, I need." Yeah, yeah, I it, need to stand it, the it, it can be a little. It can be a little bit misleading because you, the deals are a little. They're, they're just little, different. They're a little easier as, in far as like you don't have to worry about the paperwork aspect of it. The seller's disclosure. You don't have to worry yeah. about any kind of legal paperwork. Really, you're just. You're babysitting that transaction. Correct. And the main part about a new build is there's a lot of steps along the way that you really need to keep in check because, listen, I'll be the first one to tell you that I like working with new build companies. The problem is 
they will get away with what you will allow them to get away with. And I don't mean to say that in any kind of a rude way, but it's just a fact that, and it's not really, most of the time, it's not really the, the contractors, the, the builders, it's the subcontractors that mm-hmm. just do the busy work and they hurry things, rightly so, because they're getting yeah. rushed. But they can leave some things undone and improperly done that if you don't, if you're not out there every week checking on the progress and seeing yeah. what's happening, you can you can get into a nightmare. And then now it's time to close and the inspection comes up and now it's like all these things that need to be fixed or repaired. And the builder's yeah. like, that was that stud phase. Like, what are we, now we're, yeah. <laughs> we're putting in the trim. Like, we can't rip that wall out because it's crooked, you know? Yeah. Guess what? You're going to rip it well, out. I feel like when you first started, that was pre-COVID, right? So yeah. it, was, it was a little bit smoother than new builds. Now you really have to be, you, <laughs> you really have to, have to. Uh, baby that new build, uh, you know, that whole transaction, the whole process, because there's so many delays. Yeah. And so our buyers, our clients really need us to really watch out for them and, you know. And with that, um, just facing what we're facing with new construction right now, the delays, and then builders releasing people. Yeah, You know, we have to be careful. Our conversations have also changed as far as how we speak to them, how frequently, um, mm-hmm. because they do reserve the right to release you. They will give you your earnest money back and sell it the following week for yeah. $50,000 more, you know? Especially and if so, they've gotten a situation where the lumber cost has gone up and now correct. they're in the yeah. negatives. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's absolutely correct. So, yeah, we, I mean, there are a lot of checks and balances on that, so you know, depending on the time. So I don't know. Yeah. So what, I mean, what do you feel like is like one of the most important aspects of, of being a good realtor? Like a lot of times it's really, you can get into the rat race in real estate to where you're just grinding and doing the work. Right. But a lot of people will sort of like perfect their craft. Like they'll work on certain aspects of real estate. Do you have a specific niche that you like to stay in? And say, hey, look, this is kind of my, this is where I like to be, and this is where I'm an expert at. Yeah, I mean, residential. Do you mess with commercial at all? I mean, I'm working a commercial lease right now. Okay, a lease. (laughs) But but even with that, you know, that's where I rely on um, a lot of my realtor friends Mm -hmm. to come in and and get mentorship. I won't completely do that by myself because I do, you know, my clients are my number one, you know, not only do I want to give them standout, um, customer service, I need to protect them. You know, I'm not trying to sign them up and screw them over in the long run. So, um, yeah, I definitely need to protect them. Do you feel like, um, when you're in a transaction, sometimes that you're like wholly responsible, even though something's out of your control happens to me. a lot. Absolutely. I mean, because yeah. you want to give them the best, especially for yeah. the things that are out of your control and, uh, and you can't explain it to them like yeah. the way you really want to explain it to them. Cause they don't, I don't think that not that they wouldn't get it, but I think like sometimes the way that we would lay it out, like this is the way I want to tell you this, but I can't tell you that way because I'm afraid it might hurt your feelings or, yeah. Might make you feel a certain way. Like I I've got deals that get extended or have a problem and it's completely out of our control. It's out of the buyer's control. It's on the lender or somebody else. It's on a third party. And I, I just always feel so responsible, even though there's nothing that I could do to change it. Um and I think like for me, that's one of my biggest like downfalls is is I get so emotional and yes. so conflicted about everything 
that I feel like maybe I could have done a better job. Because you and I are so in our heads. Right? That's because I'm always thinking like, man, I probably could have did this, and Mm -hmm. and it would have changed the course of the whole thing because the whole... Could have, should have, would have. We didn't. It ended this way, and that's fine, and we're going to move on. Yeah, and a lot of times, probably clients never really even know... They don't, yeah. ...the difference, but I feel like I probably could have did that differently. So that's the one thing I do perfect, right? Like that, when you were talking about perfecting, that's what was in my head. Um, always kind of reflecting, okay, next time I'm going to do this. Next time, this is what I'm going to do. Because even during transactions, I do have the should I, could I? And then the other yeah. thing that gets to me is trying to prepare your clients for absolutely everything that's impossible. Yeah. And that's one of the conversations I have with them because I try to be transparent and prepare our um, clients ahead of time. It's just impossible. I have to tell them we're going to cross the bridge when we get there. There's just no way. There's no yeah. way that we can prepare for every possible scenario, but for sure, this is what you need to expect right now, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But. Yeah. So if, if you were to have like one, like motivating factor that keeps you on the grind, like every day, what is it that motivates you to like, just be awesome completely like, and not just like slack you know, because some people get complacent, right? I mean, no, it happens to everybody. No way. So, no. is there something that <laughs> so is there something that keeps you, you know, on the grind? Because you've been really successful the last couple of years um, that I've known you, and I I like to find out like what keeps you what keeps you motivated. Yeah, it's my boys, like making sure that the security for my family. You know, yeah. Um, yeah sorry, sorry. Did your live get killed? No. Oh, okay. I'll show you what happens. Okay. So that way you can tell me if I'm hitting the wrong answer. Oh, right. okay. <laughs> I guess. Um, but no, yeah, it's, it's my family because I, and you know, the, the work, I think it's the work ethic. It's something that was passed down to me from, from my parents, my family, you know, yeah. um, I know nothing but to work. Uh, right education we worked worked work yeah i'll do the extra role yeah i'll do it's just in us we have to keep moving guys yeah. will go crazy if we just sit at home and yeah. do nothing so that's one thing you know but but definitely my family um i'm a contributing factor to my family and um i need to make sure that we're secure are you doing any kind of investing or anything into real estate yourself or you have plans to do that i have plans to do it but I know Mark has been. Um, I'm going to have Mark on the show too. I know Mark has been buying some uh, some properties and stuff and doing some flips and stuff like that. So I really want to find out what's what's yeah. going on there. But I'm actually I've I've got a goal on the wall over there: buy and rehab two properties this year. That's it's on the board. So David always tells me if you don't write it down, it's not going to happen. Correct. And so he's and like, go the, write it on the board. And from the CDs that you had recommended me. Um, it said to make a list. Yep. If fear or if money wasn't an option, just make the list. Yep. And then prioritize them. Yep. Um, and I got to show you that list, actually. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. I got to show you the list because I crossed something out. Did you? Yeah. That's awesome. I know. Well, I want to tell you something. That whole program um, by Kevin Trudeau is like the guy. I don't know how I just stumbled upon it, yeah. but I feel like it was like one of those things where fate just kind of crosses you and you're like, you dig into it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so I started listening to those, believe it or not, like I started listening to those CDs on opening day of hunting season this year mm-hmm. and in 24 hour period, no, 
a little over 24 hour period, I had to listen to all of them. You're lying. No way. Straight through. I'm sitting in the deer stand. What else am I going to do? I'm sitting there listening to these tapes, watching for deer. CD9. Yeah. I mean, I listened, I've actually listened to the whole thing twice. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you have to. I can see that. There's I can so see much. That. There's so much content in those yeah. CDs. It's just crazy. But so did you get anything that that 24 hours? Did you did you shoot anything? I, 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 I let them. I let them walk because they, they weren't big enough to. Yeah. I've killed some nice big deer there. Yeah. And um, the ones that I saw that weekend were like not not big enough not to shoot. Ready, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hey, um, really quick, do you have any embarrassing uh, real estate stories? Anything? Embarrassing ones? Yeah. Um. I don't think I've, on you. <laughs> I don't think I've had any embarrassing ones like what um, I've, that I can think of. Like you mean like something's happened to me like while I'm yeah, at a showing or something showing or something? Yeah. Ooh. I don't think so. Aww, I'm such a professional. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I honestly don't. I don't think so. I mean, nothing comes to mind. You put me on the spot. I don't, I don't have embarrassing moments. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I now I have. Shown up to the wrong property before. I've done that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I have done that. And um, I seem to think like one time I was showing a house and there were tenants in there and I had buyers with me. Uh huh. And we let the people know. We had plenty of notice on the showing and I show up and they didn't want to leave. They did not leave. I had, they did not clean up. And, and it was like dinner, and they—they're like, "Where are you yeah, dinner?" Like, these yeah. were—they were cooking us. breakfast, and it stunk to high heaven in that yeah. house, like, oh, like they were cooking their I garbage, like an Uncle Buck <laughs> movie. You know what I mean? And they were like, the kids were running around with just diapers on. It was a nasty oh. house. I was like, we walked in, we took a look around, and we zipped out of there. <laughs> I looked at the clients, you know, and you give yeah. them that. You guys ready to go? Okay, we're ready to go. Okay, so we're done. We're done. Yeah. Do you yeah. have one, Ashley? I do actually. Um, I mean, I thought I was embarrassed, but um, I was showing a property in Castroville. And um, no, it wasn't in Castroville. Anyway, uh, I was showing a property. There was, it was on acreage, right? Mm-hmm. Lots of beautiful trees. And uh, I, it was the end of our showing, and I felt something on my leg. <laughs> we were outside, and my, Sweetest couple, sweetest couple, we're standing here, and the most understanding, thank you. Yeah. Um, I felt something, and then I felt an itch, and then I felt like a pit, like a poke or something in my pants. Oh, no. Oh. oh, my gosh. And I was so embarrassed. I didn't know what to do. I was like, I need to go inside, or I need to go do something. I need to do something. I think I need to leave. You know, like, I panicked. Yeah. I said, okay, I need to go, because I need to check my pants. Like, yeah. I didn't know what to say. So I went in my car. We said bye. Went in my car. What do you do? I took down. You had to, I had to check. You had to so strip I, them down. Yeah, I had oh to boy. take off in my car, still at the property. And then they, like, passed by. And they're like, bye. I was like, oh, my God. Well, my butt's hanging out. I But, no, I mean, just my pants. But it was just my legs. Like, I didn't know what, you know, if something had bit me or what. It felt like something. I'll, my brain me. was thinking you had, like, some little chihuahuas, like, you know, no. humping your leg or something. That's what I was thinking. Like, what's going on? Because we were out in, you know, there were so many trees. I didn't know if it was, like, a bug or a bee oh, sting yeah. or what? But I been. freaked out. Yeah, like this phantom pain. Yes. And then, I mean, since then, we've been, we've just been so close. That's funny. That's hilarious. Do you have an embarrassing story? Kind Tell me. Of, it's a little TMI, but 
So I, I like, you know, for the first house, I always like to get there a little bit early. You yeah. Know? And I'm like, well, I'm going to open it, you know, turn on all the lights. Well, I had had some coffee, so my stomach was like, oh, I, I, I need to go. I need to go. So I went to the restroom. <laughs> and then they knock on the door. No. And then I'm like, oh, my God. It, how embarrassing. How embarrassing. Yeah. I open it or whatever. And they open the restroom. <laughs> You know, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. And, and I was just so embarrassed. Hot box. The whole thing is, you can see like the, the toilet had just been flushed. <laughs> the water was circling. Like, I was just like, it. I was yeah. Like, this is horrible. This is horrible. So yeah. So I try not to eat like before or drink coffee before showings because you just never know how you eat. Hey, I'm telling you something. <laughs> yeah. You learn. You're like, you'll starve. You will go four or five hours yep. and not eat so yeah. you don't have any issues yeah. during showings. Well, and the problem is a lot of times like you go in there and you like really need to use the restroom and it's a vacant property and yeah. the water's off and there's no flush left. Oh gosh. You guys I learned my lesson. You flush before you go. Flush before yeah. you go. Yeah. Flush before you You're go. Like, it must be the contractors or something. Yeah. I know. Flush before you go. So we had a rental property that had um we were trying to get a tenant and, and the water was off and I had painters go over there and do some painting and I was uh, meeting the new tenant there to, you know, do the final walkthrough and say, hey, is there anything wrong that you want to put on the list in inventory and condition form? <laughs> and she walks into the bathroom and there was somebody laid a big, nasty, grumpy in the toilet. And there was no water on. <laughs> there wasn't a flush left in the tank to flush it. It was marinating. <laughs> it just looked like this brown cesspool of, like, nastiness. So I'm like, who did that? That's hilarious. And, uh, you know, they, they nicely, like, closed the lid and uh, just left that grumpy sitting there. You guys, we have got to get off that topic because my nose, like, <laughs> it's, oh. starting to itch, like. Y'all are telling some very vivid stories. That's funny. <laughs> hey, this is real. This is real. Hey, but I bet you that's how new home sales counselors feel. Oh, I bet sure. you that happens to them all oh, the yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because. Every day. Because they have nowhere to go. Yeah. Uh, that sucks. Yeah. I've. <laughs> I've had kids, uh, we, we had this uh, showing one time with this lady brought her little kids, little kids, and um, oh my gosh, it was a bad situation where the kid had, you know, dumped his drawers yeah. and oh, needed to go to the bathroom, no. and there was no water, No, there was no nothing left in the toilet, and uh, so they were like in this situation where we're like, we got to get something so they had to leave, go to the store, oh and my gosh. clean this kid up. Poor it was baby. wild. Um, but, yeah, I just figured, like, with little ones, I know it's hard for people to, like, not bring their kids with them, especially when you're going to see, like, multiple mm. houses and, and you're on, like, yeah. a half a day of showings for one client. Um, which, by the way, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's yeah. still, like, I try to get a babysitter, you know? I know. <laughs> I've had them bring dogs, and they're not service dogs. They're oh, just, yeah. You know, there's little, I'm like... I don't know if the, you know, yeah. current, you know. What if they're allergic to yes. dogs? The yeah. owners, you know, you can't be. But yeah. That's interesting. I haven't had that. Oh, I have you that. No. Not yet. I'm sure it'll happen, though. I mean, I brought my son. But <laughs> I try to avoid that, you know. Yeah. If at all possible. Yeah, for um, sure. Or if I can't, if I can't avoid it, and my client, that is their only time I, ha I just give them that heads up. Like, listen, I could do this time or this time. I know this time is more convenient for you, but please know I have my son at that time. Yeah. 
Are and you if, allergic? <laughs> yeah. Allergic yeah. To my kid. Are you allergic to my five-year-old? Yeah. Right. And so if they're okay with it, then then I'll go ahead and do it. But if I can help it, I try to strategize and rearrange. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Just um, so my client can have all of my attention. I can hear. Well, I mean, that's important too because there, there's a lot of conversation that happens in a, in transactions and during showings that mm-hmm. you, you really got to make mental notes because sometimes clients will say something and you may not think that it's really important, but to them it's super important. Yeah. And if you gloss over that, and then you show them another house, and they're like, "Well, we don't." We just told you that. We just told we you just we don't told. like this bathroom, half bath back here in the back of the house because yeah. you know, like certain situation. But it's important to like pick up on what is yeah. being said because that's why God gave us two ears and one mouth, right? <laughs> yeah, listen listen twice as much as you say. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so if you were to talk to a, a, a new budding agent like, and you wanted to give them like a big piece of advice that would help them be successful, what would be like your number one success tool? Um, market yourself. Don't be afraid to market yourself. Don't be afraid to try new things. Um, don't be afraid to get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Um, and then one of the big pieces that I take with me um, I had recently told Denise about it. Uh, I heard at a conference that we had gone to, they said, get on Facebook Live. Whether you're comfortable or not, yeah. do it. Because if you don't, the realtor next to you will do it and they'll take the business. Yeah. So don't be afraid to market yourself because that is your kids. And if you say no to marketing or doing something to get out of your comfort zone, you're saying yeah. no to bringing home money for your family. You know, yeah. And when you tie it like that and make it personal like that, that can carry you so far, you know? Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people get a little bit too much anxiety when it comes down to, you know, taking action on certain things. And it, you know what? You may not be comfortable oh, yeah. getting on live video like we are right now in front of the whole world if they wanted to tune in, uh, right? But I'm at, And I'm actually comfortable at this point because I've gone on. Well, once you do it like yeah. three or four times, all the anxiety kind of like goes away. It goes away. Like yeah. So, I mean, in in, in the that program that I, I told you about, yeah. it talks about how fear can just like, your self-doubt yes. is what's going to keep, your limiting beliefs mm-hmm. is what's going to keep you, and the, the more negatively you think about things, the longer it's going to take you to get over it. Mm-hmm. If you just think about positive outcome and like, write down your goals and like, act, take action on your goals, mm-hmm. you're going to make you know, 10 times more progress than you would if you're sitting here and think about, well, I'll just wait till next week. Yeah. Next week, I'll be ready. I will do it next week. Guess yeah. what? Next week never comes. Yeah. It just never happens. And you can sit there and stew about it and think about like, well, how can I make this better? How can I do better? Just do it. Eventually, like when we first started this podcast, I bet you the first five episodes sound like garbage because it was like, I'm sure probably the first 20 sounded like garbage. Because of your equipment? Well, it's just because we didn't know what the heck we were doing. And we just just kind of worked through it, you know? But those pretty much disappear. They go to the very end. And that's the conversation I think we were having with Jess. Like, I. Yeah, you'll never see. Nobody will ever listen to that again. No, you're never. That's the other thing. Don't replay it. If that's for everybody else, it's not for you. You were there. You know what it sounded like. You know what you said. Let it go. Yeah. Uh, You know, don't don't break it apart because you won't ever do it again. But um, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. Do the first one. You're never going to watch it again. After right. your fifth one, after your tenth one. It doesn't yeah, matter fine. anymore. Yeah, it's in the past. I heard somebody say something the other day. I was listening to a motivational speaker. I can't remember who it was. But he said, 
And it was kind of profound. It was like, it took me a minute to think about what he said. I had said it a couple times in my head. What other people say about you or think about you is none of your business. Yes. I think Maya Angelou said that as well, yeah. I was like, yeah. what? And then I said it to myself a couple more times. I was like, what other people think and say about you is none of your business. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's that makes yeah. perfect sense because it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks about what I'm doing. I don't care. It ain't none of my business. That's them. And that's right. a reflection I'm of going, them. Yeah, yes. I'm going this way. Yeah. You can... That's Say you do whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's I, like that. I think that's pretty powerful. Um, it is. So I'm I don't want to keep the episode on too much longer. I mean, we've been going on for a minute. Have you got um, any questions or anything that you want to ask? Who me? wants to buy a house? Right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's the number one question. Um, yeah. So I really appreciate you coming on the show. I mean, I think um, and thanks for inviting Denise. That was. Of course. That was kind of fun. And so what we'll do is we'll try to, you know, do something else in the future where we can set something up and, and have, like, a big group discussion. Um, we may not do it live, but I, I definitely want the audio piece of it to hear uh, some success stories, too, because I think yeah. it's important for other agents to know that, hey, look, even though we're all working at different brokerages and, and we're all, you know, I'm a commercial guy or he's a commercial guy or whatever, um, we all have important information to share, and it's to our clients' best interest, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we, we're in this industry to, number one, help our clients. Yeah. But nobody in this industry can tell me that they're not in it for the money. Like, I want to make as much money as I can. It doesn't mean the world to me, but I can tell you what, it makes life a heck of a lot easier. And if I'm really good at what I do, I'm taking care of my clients as the best I can. The money will come, right, yes, eventually. Yes, You put your clients first, everything else will yeah, fall. Yeah, you don't have to worry about anything else. Yeah. And so I think it's super important for people to um, to really, like, embrace the opportunity that they have as a real estate agent to change people's lives because we are transacting some of the largest things that people will do in their, in their life. life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, people are buying homes, especially in this market. They're paying more, uh, 20% more than... Mm-hmm what they would normally pay and hopefully that levels off a bit. I don't want to like place negativity on the market. Right. But for we, the sake of our buyer clients. Yeah, we are in an inventory crisis right now to where people can't find housing quick enough. Yeah. And that's a problem. And I don't know if there's like a quick way to fix it, but I feel like um a lot of it has to do with the current political climate and the current, you know, geoeconomical climate. Like that needs to change for sure. Um, but I don't know that any one agent can do it by themselves. So that's why I want to bring all these agents together and yeah. say, hey, look, what what are you really good at? Like what makes you tick every day? Like why do you do the job? And I think learning from you and learning from Denise, like small little things here and there is going to make the, the real estate business and the industry better. Um, for sure i agree flush before you try (laughs) check the tank and make sure there's one in there (laughs) carry that uh what is it potpourri spray yeah so lift the lid make sure there's a tank of water in there i know (laughs) and um yeah just just enjoy um enjoy this career because if you're a experienced agent or if you are a newer agent I mean, just reach out to other agents. Yeah. Be, be connected with other people. 
you don't have to, you know, join their brokerage just to like get information from them. It's not, that's not the thing. It's just, we want to all work together and make sure that at the end of the day, we're doing a really good job for our clients and, and, um, ourselves at the end of the day too, right? Like we ultimately need to do our families their, you know, justice by doing a good job and, and being successful. So for sure. Well, yeah. I'll I'll wrap it up. If you got you got one more? No, I was just saying because you've been trying to recruit me, and I've been trying to recruit you. It didn't matter what brokerage I was at, but right. you know, we try to recruit each other because we like working together. And, yeah, and we don't we don't need to work together at the same brokerage just right. to mastermind. So no, that's, that's true. Yeah, we still we do lunches uh, on yeah. regular occasions. So and that's a lot of fun. We got to get Kristen. She's so busy. That girl she's so busy. Fire. So that we'll get <laughs> rise. Who is who sings that? I do, I do. I the royalties. She's funny. gonna get it. <laughs> All right, Stephen. Thank deal. you. Got, thank you so much for having us. You're very thank welcome. You. Thanks for oh, coming. Wait. Happy birthday, Denise. Oh, thank you. oh is today her birthday? Yeah, I forgot to mention that. Hey. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good deal. Well, right. I appreciate you guys coming on the show. Um, we are gonna get out of here. If you guys have any questions. For anything on the show, if you got real estate questions, yeah. uh, you can reach out to Ashley on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Where at Ashley? Are you asking for my handle? Sure. Okay. Tag, tag um, at I don't know my handle on. Facebook. Oh, that's a bad Ashley Texas Realty. Ashley TX Realty is the the handle on my Facebook business page. You can look me up, Ashley Pena Realtor. Um, on Instagram, TikTok, Ashley Nicole Pena, and um, or just email me Ashley at exprealty.com. Yeah, and if you if you want to get a hold of the show and you guys want to be if you're a realtor and you want to get on the show um, at San Antonio Realty Pros, it's across Instagram and Facebook, and then you can just message us or you can email us at admin at San Antonio Realty Pros <laughs> My husband. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Bye.